0: Well, we're back in studio, folks. It is episode 49 of season two, Daily Emission Podcast. Right. Sounds right. And I'm joined in studio. We got slushies in hand, fresh off a round of golf. It's probably, I don't know, for all those American listeners, like 110 degrees out there.
1: It's not cold. Holy hell, man.
0: It's the biggest scorcher of the year for sure. I couldn't and believe it. I'm not going to complain, Nate, but no. oh my goodness. And I apologize for my, my language early on in the, in the episode, but oh my Gosh, it was hot out there. The boys are, were grinding out there, hydrating, and, and now we got slushies in hand. So it's a slushy episode, but slushy uh, we got a lot band. to get into. The pregame show brought to you by Manscaped. Use 20% off TDI at Manscaped.com. But Nate, we're going to get right into it. Eli and Peyton Manning's nephew Arch. goes by the name of Arch, name of their grandfather, He's an absolute stud. He's been kind of making the the rounds on social media. He was a stud in high school. Some of his highlights made the round, but he is committed to the University of Texas, and it blew up, man.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's all over the place.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, this guy, Arch Manning, it seems like he's going to be an absolute NFL stud someday. Because so I mean, with the
1: pressure on this guy already, though. for sure.
0: But the the outlets that he has in terms of you know getting research and, and figuring out defenses and and just kind of learning the game of football, you got Eli and Peyton as your uncles. It's just unbelievable. And his dad, I guess, was an absolute stud of a wide receiver. Okay. Got injured, banged up, didn't make it to the NFL. But obviously, his brothers, Arch's uncles, Peyton and Eli. Man, yeah. They so did Arch, all right. University of Texas, hook him. Horns up. Is that what they call it? horns up? I think so. So or, yeah. Hook him. I think it's
1: something like that. Yeah.
0: Not overly Longhorns. overly sure what they call it, but uh, but another news, Nate, in the pregame show, just continuing. Jake Paul has announced that he'll be fighting against Tyson Fury. Not Tyson Fury, I, uh, I apologize. Tyson Fury's nephew. Yeah,
1: which is like...
0: I forget his name right name. now. Um, and it's not in the outline, but the Fury, that is nephew or brothers of Tyson Fury, will be fighting uh, Jake Paul. And they, they planned a fight um, a few months ago, or, or I think it was last year. And then I don't know what happened with Mr. Fury, but now they're locked in August 6th at MSG. MSG, baby. I don't know
1: why this stuff's still going on. Like, I, like, why is... Oh, man, it's so stupid. Like, this guy's going to box again. What is this guy, five foot ten like... You know, 145 pounds. Like, what's the? she just an absolute brute. I have I have no nothing. About yeah, this Fury
0: guy obviously has this. a lot of family uh, in the boxing world, and it's actually it's going to be Jake Paul's first match against a boxer. Okay. Um, so it should be actually it's going to be highly touted. I mean, it's going to be you know a huge pay per view, especially you know it's going to be a sold out MSG. I guarantee it. But um, That's so crazy. Yeah. So, uh so Jake Paul versus Blank Fury, August sixth. At MSG. So we're excited. I'm, I mean, I'm going to watch that, and I hope. I mean, we always go against the Paul brothers, no matter who they're fighting.
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing. You, <clears throat> we keep betting against them, but we're bound to win eventually. It's like me betting on Sung JM in golf. Yeah. That hasn't yet to pan out.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, Sung Jae, what's he saying these days?
1: <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. Just announcing on Instagram that he's not going to the Live Tour. Yeah, okay.
0: Because when he withdrew there. Oh, that's right.
1: Everyone was like, oh, my God. We'll
0: get into a funny withdrawal later on in, in quarter three. Um, but actually, it's quarter four PGA. Quarter one, we got NHL, quarter two, NBA. Halftime show this week is going to be on the cuff. Yes, it categories. Is categories. Yes, certainly on the cuff. <laughs> what letter are you going to give that's me?
1: That's probably, I'm not sure yet. Okay, it's off the cuff. Yeah, okay, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, That's the best off the cuff one. So oh, for it's not sure. Terrible. Exactly,
0: exactly. Um, and uh, we got uh, quarter three, we got NBA, and uh, quarter four, PGA Tour. Uh, we'll give you a little fire wagon and dog wear. But Nate, we're going to get ready right into it. Quarter one of the Daily Intermission Podcast, season two, episode 49. We got MLB talk, Nate. And Marco Pally was the first overall pick in 2013. It's just been called up by the Phillies, I do believe. He was yeah. drafted by Houston, first overall in 2013. He took like three years away from baseball. He had shoulder surgery. He had big injuries. So... I mean, we're, there's going to be a few comebacks talked about in this episode, but that's kind of a you know, it's it's obviously great news for Mark Pal, but it's 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 an odd story, and I don't know how he did. It might be worth well, looking up.
1: Uh, well, um, I saw some stuff about it, but yeah, he uh, while well, he went first overall, 2013. Yep, as you said, um, he ended up not playing baseball for three years. Yep, uh, what he was touted like biggest bust ever. Okay, um, and you know the guy is back. I mean. It, if there's a sport where this is going to go down, it's baseball. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you, some of the first overall picks are. It's just a, like,
0: well, the draft. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. It's it's, it's nearly irrelevant. irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. Like and think of
1: it. Like Vladdy Junior. You're not. Yeah, he doesn't get drafted. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely outrageous. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the MLB first overall picks and just see how many of these guys we even heard. Yeah, about. let's
0: go through the last. Let's just go through the last 10 first overall picks and see if they're any good.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm going yeah. to do here. I like it. I'm actually just going through a few here, too, just like back in the day. So you got Daryl Strawberry, 1980. That's a heater. Yeah, that's Ken a Griffey heater. Jr. Oh, uh, it's a heater. Chipper Jones, 1990. Heater. How the hell you doing? Yep. A Rod, 93. Heater. Uh, Joe Maurer, 2001. Heater. Justin Upton. David Price, 2007. Okay. I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, these two I did know uh, Strasburg and Harper. Very uh, good. First overall back-to-back seasons. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Cole. Then you've got Car- Carlos Correa. Very good. Yes. Um, 2013, Mark Capel, obviously, as we spoke yep. of. Uh, 2014, Brady Aiken. Okay. Um, then we have uh, into uh, absolutely nothing here. We've got 2015, we've got Dansby Swanson. Very good. Uh, Mickey Maniac. Okay. Very good. Uh, Royce Lewis. <laughs> I don't okay. think I've okay. ever heard of him. Okay. Uh, Casey Mize, I've heard of him.
0: I don't know if I have.
1: Um, Adley Rushman, Spencer, my guy Torkelson, okay. 2020. twenty, yep, like that guy, and Henry Davis. So you know, it's not like
0: I mean, the last few years, it's not as irrelevant as I was expecting. Like there are some serious players in that uh, in that list. I mean,
1: that is yeah, that's going back a ways though. Like, yeah, with, for sure. You know, like A Rod's ninety three, and yeah, there's some definitely busts. It seems like more more recently, it's
0: yeah, more recently, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, it's sweet for Mark Apollo. I mean, it's definitely a crazy story. I mean, this guy, like you said, took three years away from the game. Yeah. He's now been called up. So we'll, uh, we'll keep him monitor. Uh, we'll monitor him. I should say. Nate, Blue Jays moving to the, uh, up North in, in Toronto, uh, Blue Jays, they've um, been caught. They've been caught by the Red Sox. Yes. yes. The Red Sox are on an absolute heater, but Gillian Martinez, the, the, uh, batting coach, I should say for the Blue Jays. Suspended five games. It might be the most outrageous suspension I've ever seen. So before the game, they kind of were swapping lineup cards. He's out there talking all the umps. And he kind of gets in like a yelling match. Obviously, we don't have the audio for what was going on. And he like barely kind of like shrugs the guy away from him. Five games for putting well, his hands on him.
1: Well, just, yeah, you know, it's it's probably just like the uh, the umpire thing. Yeah, like yeah. The same as referee. It's probably yep. just like a set thing that you can't, you know. You can't do it. But, I mean, geez, there's some of the things even guys get thrown out for in the MLB. It's like, you know, there's a bad call. They come out there and they yell or something, and it's just, like, auto-tossed. Yep. Um, but, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's hilarious sometimes. I can't remember who it was. I saw it recently. It was going around. Uh, a manager got kicked out of the game, and then yep. he came back wearing, like, a mustache. and Come on. Yeah, yeah. had a mustache and, like, sunglasses on, so he was just chilling in the dugout. They couldn't, like, you know, those dugouts get pretty deep. Like, you could... Oh, for sure. You know yeah, exactly. I mean, like yeah, you can yeah. definitely hide your way in there. Oh, like, my. No you could definitely
0: it. throw in a wig, mustache, hat, exactly. and get in the dugout. Yeah. 100%. I got to, to see
1: what that was. Um, it was just kind of off the cuff there, so I'm not entirely sure what and it was. Just but.
0: staying in the Jays world while you looked that up. <clears throat> I mean, Alejandro Kirk, leading the way. He's, I mean, this guy's the muscle hamster. We talked about it with Dude, Anthony.
1: what a guy, eh?
0: Anthony K. I I mean, this guy's leading the AL votes in the all-star race in catching. Crazy. Absolute legend. Well, he's been just whacking dingers. I know, man. Is he got 11? He's an incredible hitter, man. This guy, he's a tough out at the plate, man. Yeah. And it sounds like Vladdy's going to win at first base. And it sounds like Boba Shett might be there at shortstop. So the Jays might have three guys at the All-Star game. I mean, you can almost lock in that Vladdy would be in the home run derby. So that's exciting for the Blue Jays fans and, and and most of the listeners here who are Canadian. shouldn't say most, but a lot of the uh, Canadian listeners will be happy to hear that three Blue Jays will probably in the all, be in the All-Star game. So that's, uh, that's great news for, uh, for Blue Jays fans. Um, Nate, uh, the Astros and Yankees series has been good. The Yankees won a tight one on Friday night, uh, seven, six, or should I say Thursday night, uh, Friday, the, uh, Justin Verlander took the mound, ended up, um, you know, having a great outing and beating the Yankees. And then a perfect game was yeah. tossed against the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, yesterday. Was it perfect? I thought it was a no hitter. Uh, no hitter. I apologize. That's a very big difference. It was a no hitter, <laughs> but it's not the no hit- hitter that we're used to. It was a combined no hitter between three pitchers. So like, do you like the new age baseball? Like, it sucks. Like, it's nah, like, like why did you, you pull the guy that had a no hitter on the go in the
1: first place? No, I like that. You know? Uh, Bobby Valentine is who it was. Okay. Uh, White Sox, I believe. Okay. Uh, no, yeah. Texas Ranger. No, it's Texas Rangers. This is 1987, I guess. Okay. Or, no, no, this was 1999.
0: Okay, okay. and it came back.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, I'll, I'll uh, obviously we can't show the video, but uh, yeah. it's worth checking
0: out. It's hilarious. Yeah. Comes back in the game. Yes. Um,. Nate, one series that I was watching this weekend was the Atlanta Braves and, and, and Los Angeles Dodgers. So the Dodgers were in Atlanta for the first time, and Freddie Ready. Freeman's return to Atlanta. He was very emotional, obviously had tears. Uh, the crowd giving him, um, you know, big respects. And uh, Danby Swanson, obviously, first overall pick. I don't know what year it was. He, yes. He's got four home runs. 2015. Four, yeah, 2015. Four home runs. in his four games. He's been, a you know, a bomber for Atlanta. But. Um, I want, so I was watching the game and there was a individual, Adam Duvall he was playing right field, he was mic'd up and <laughs> it was the most outrageous mic'd up I've ever seen in my life, so the commentators of the game were talking to Adam Duvall during the game, like, there was a guy straight up at bat, and this guy out in the outfield was talking to these guys yeah, I've seen that before though is that not, like, absolutely outrageous? yeah, it's messed up, I, I know, like, the
1: it's cool For it's sure. sweet they're able to do it um I, I'm surprised like teams go for it, honestly. Yeah,
0: I would like, say so. where
1: it's like there's no shot, man. No. Like this guy's trying to like dial in, he's answering questions. Like I've seen ones where the ball gets hit and the guy's like oh, starts running for it. Yeah. And d- then he like d-
0: makes the catch and they're like, Oh at boy it's, it's it's weird, man. Yeah, I, I mean know. I think there would be a a more opportune time or you know I, 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 there's gotta be a, a better time in the game to interview this guy if you wanna get some inside of the game. During play seems I mean, it's the only sport that's been doing doing that. And, yeah. and, and anyway, it was uh, it was outrageous. So no, we'll continue to monitor. Like they said, the Jays have fallen uh, behind the Red Sox in the wild card race in the AL East, or in the AL. I do apologize, and the Yankees are still a unit. The Astros are solo unit, so we'll continue to monitor uh, the uh, the MLB race and the marathon of the MLB, but now we're going to move into quarter two, and it's the NHL, okay. and uh, we were locked in, man. We were uh, fairly confident that Game 5 was going to go Colorado's way. They looked good. Um, it, it felt like it, they came out a little slow in the first few minutes of Game 5, but then they poured it on the first period, but that momentum was quickly vanished by Jan Ruda bomb which snuck its way past Darcy camper and, and um, now we fast forward, and it's heading back to Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's...
1: I don't know, man. I get this bad feeling. Yeah. this bad feeling. I do. I really want Colorado to win, but, man, they're they're really, like... They were dialed in in Game 5, like, just shutting down the kind of the shots. Like, we were talking about, it, what, McKinnon didn't really ha- get, like, an unreal opportunity. Like, I can think of one. He had, like, a one-timer on the power play. Yeah. But it still wasn't, like, a terrific shot. And, like, obviously, they, they blocked so many shots. And Tampa, man, it's just, like they've got it done before and it's like when it comes down to Vasilevsky versus Kemper I'm just like man if, if you give me I know. like I'm going to take Vasilevsky to win two straight before I take Kemper to win one so it's yep. just it's just difficult because Kemper man like and plus he's two, ass
0: in front of yeah I don't know if I'd go as far as saying that but I kind of um, will he made some. He made some good saves. It's just the 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 you know the key saves at the key moments. You know at the momentum shift times during the game. It feels like obviously Vasilevskiy's is going to be the guy to make the save before Thursday Camper. But if it, it, too you've got the the great goaltending of of, of Andre but you've got five guys who are laying their body out too. Mm-hmm. Like McKinnon's been playing fantastic. Even Makar too. They're so poised with the puck. They handle the puck so well at high speeds. But it's just so hard for them to get a clean look yeah. at the goal because there's guys. It feels like just laying out everywhere is in front of the net, man. I feel as if Tampa might be the team that blocks shots the best in the playoffs or at least they have been in the last few years. Like It's so hard to find a look and then you've got this 6-6 monster of a Russian in between the net to try to yeah. beat after you get through that wall of five guys. It's been so challenging, but yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes in Tampa. I mean, I expect a response from, from, uh, from the Avalanche, but I mean... This could go seven games, and it didn't look that way for you know no, it didn't. for a little bit there. And we'll give John Cooper a little bit of credit here. I'm not a big fan of the guy. I'm not yep. a big fan
1: of many players on that team. You know, I'm not a big Stamkos guy. Yep, I'm pretty sure everyone's aware of that by now. Um, but you know, I'll give him a little credit because it started off, and um, you know, Colorado was kind of blowing them out, man. like it was like it was not looking terrific. Mm-hmm. Like they looked so much better. Yep. And you know, you got uh, Cooper coming out with the excuses every single. Every single press conference, you know, yep. the altitude, and we weren't used to this team and we never play them. And the it's refs- like blah, blah. Yeah, the referees, it's like, for sure. You know, it's just, I, I'm so sick of that guy. So, uh,
0: <laughs> so, as the listeners are listening to this podcast, they will understand that uh, it is um, concluded. Game six, so we'll see how the results are tonight. I'm excited yeah. to watch that game, Nate. Yep. Um and some other news outside of the cup final. Barry Trotz has announced that he will not be going to Winnipeg. Yeah. And uh I think people of, of Manitoba are gonna be upset. I mean, everyone was excited. Obviously, a Manitoba native Barry Trotts. People were really excited. I mean, he's a great coach, has had some serious success. In the NHL, and, and now has announced that he's not going to be going to, uh, to, to the Winnipeg Jets. So, too bad for them. Very disappointing for uh, Winnipeg Jets fans. And, and Barry Trotz, I don't know if he's waiting for like potentially like an early firing. I don't know what his deal is. Or maybe he just wants to get in the management side of things. Or maybe he's done. Um, uh, well, I mean, geez, he's like, you know, he got a cup. guy. He got a cup. He's yeah. getting up there in age. Yep. Um,
1: he's certainly got a family to look after. And yep. I mean, the guy was getting paid like $7 million a year for the last like four seasons. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, at what point you're just like, you know what, like, do I need to be PJing around to take some garbage team again and make them win? Especially when he just gets complete lack of respect getting fired. He took an absolute dumpster fire to the conference finals two years in a row, and then they just gas him. For sure. He missed the playoffs once. It's like, For well, sure. geez, you got Josh Bailey and, like, Anders Lee out there as your best guys. like Yeah. Besides Barzell, but...
0: No, exactly. Uh, I mean, that was an odd situation. The success they had for those two years, uh, but uh, but Bruins fans are excited. Uh, I know I am. That uh, Patrice Bergeron has announced that he's going to uh, sign a one-year deal to come back to the Boston Bruins. That's huge. Um, you know, Patrice Bergeron's such a leader in that room. He's you know arguably the best player on the Boston Bruins. So that's uh, really exciting. Ottawa. The Ottawa Senators have announced that they are going to be building a new arena in the LeBreton Flats, very close to downtown Ottawa. It's huge for the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, it's massive. Obviously, we've been to that rink this year. It's so far out of the way. It's
1: outlandish. And it's also just like an outdated garbage barn. Like, the hallways were about
0: as, like... You know, it was like walking through a labyrinth in there. It was, man. Yeah. So um the um what what the would concourse. you call that? The concourse. Yeah. yeah. So like where where you would get your popcorn and beer um as you come up from the lower bowl. It was it, you couldn't even drive you could there's no way you could get a car through there. Like it was so narrow. No shot. And then we flip flip it to the, one of the oldest barns in the league, the saddle dome. The thing you could drive it yeah. was a
1: highway. You could drive a monster truck through it. It was awesome it was so unreal. Um, we'll give a quick shout out to uh, Scotia Bank, their Canadian Tire Center. Sorry though, uh, you know you get a popcorn there, you get free refills for the whole game, which is pretty hype. That was a great it's good deal, stuff. Great, great deal. deal. Not, um, not the best deal we've had at a game. But no, it's
0: not. It's no. We, I mean, yeah, did I mean, it was we talk d- about that deal. Yeah, it was most definitely at the Blue Jays game. Yeah, the ballpark. Ba- yeah. Uh, what was it? The ball- ballpark bargains.
1: Ballpark bargains. Was Holy that what it was called? I, they couldn't even be turning Something a profit. Like that. No beer.
0: Uh, what was it? A beer, a
1: hot, dog, hot dog, popcorn, popcorn, and like another thing you could get. You get you ice get cream, ice cream cone. Yeah, it's eighteen dollars.
0: Yeah, outlandish. It was awesome. It was really good. Um, that'll conclude NHL talk, Nate. Uh, I did have Dubois has announced that he's going to uh, test free agency in twenty twenty four. It doesn't really mean that much. No, um, it's a few years away. But we expect the cap to be going up in twenty twenty four. So yeah. we're we'll to into that another time. Just quickly too,
1: I'm not going to blow over this because my boy Alexander Ovechkin. Do you see this? Was he playing soccer? Yeah, he signed a one-day pro contract with Dynamo Moscow.
0: No, and they put him in. They put him in, and, and he ran sc- a guy over. He scored. No, he scored. What?
1: Yes, dude, he scored a goal. Now, mind you, was this a celebrity game or something? No, man, this is like a legit. What? Yeah, man, and he's like. Uh, anyway, it's a garbage league. I'm pretty sure. Okay, like, it's okay. like it's like it's like. Even worse than, like, the East Coast Hockey League would be. Like, I think it's like an A, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. bad. Yeah, it's not But, good. I mean, mind you not. He scored a goal. Yeah. But, yeah, he was running guys over, looking like an absolute unit out there. Yeah, he was, man. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. All
0: right, that's uh, that's going to go quarter two NHL talk. We're going to move into the halftime show now, folks. Halftime show, episode 49, and it's category So nice. we're now going to establish a letter for each other. So that letter is any of the 26 letters of the alphabet. And then we're going to give categories to each other. So you've got to address the category with the letter and, uh, and give a correct answer. So if that doesn't make sense to anyone, you'll catch on pretty quickly. So what are we going to go? Five? We'll go five each. each. Yeah, yeah, we'll go five it. each. Okay. Um, I'll give you S. S? S. Okay.
1: Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm going to give you F. F. Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'll set things off. Okay. A hockey equipment company.
1: With an S. Yeah. Uh, an S. Oh, geez. Um, you know, Strickson comes to mind, but that's okay. certainly not one. Nope. Um, am I like missing something here? I think. Or, yeah. uh, oh, Sherwood. Okay, there you go. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. I was like, there can't be many. No. Okay, F. Uh, you're going to get me an MOB player.
0: Uh, I'm going to get two points here. Oh, boy. That's Freddie Freeman. Oh, let's go. Um, yeah, right. yeah, yeah.
1: The 2 1 lead here.
0: Uh, S. We'll go with a hockey
1: arena. A hockey arena with an S? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um an S. Hockey Arena with an S. Jeez, dude. I might I'm blanking here. There's gotta be one here. I'm thinking can I count on one? Oh, never mind. Uh Scotiabank Saddledome. Dome. How are we do <laughs> <With> Two points. <laughs> yes. uh-huh. There you go. Uh, okay, you're gonna give me a, a soccer team.
0: With the letter F? Yeah. Um, the, well, the FC, the football club, um, <laughs> F, 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 um, gosh, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm, I'm struggling to come up with the, uh, with the soccer club it's right now tough. and I'll, I'll give the listeners, the listeners a little bit of time here to, uh, to gather their thoughts. I'm going to go with the uh, Fredericton FC. I, it's not going to count. I don't think so. No.
1: But that could uh, that could very well be a
0: team. Um, I don't know though. No, neither do I. Um, all right, I'm going to give you one. Uh, a footwear, a company that 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 uh, that provides. Saucony. So okay. Yeah. i was thinking Skechers.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll take my point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, you're. We're going to go with a. Um, in uh, here's some chance for double points here. NFL player. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay, where we're going, um, God, oh shoot, we're we're gonna go Fred Warner, but okay, think, yeah, it's mm,
1: we'll it. gosh,
0: I was thinking like maybe Frank Gore, but that's yeah. only one. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. we'll take it. Take the one. We'll take it. Yeah. We'll take yeah. it. Um. We'll give you uh, we'll give you one a, a car, a car. manufacturer with an S. Yeah. Uh. Yes.
1: So, for some reason, I thought it was F right off the bat. So, I was, like,
0: thinking forward right
1: away. <laughs> yeah. uh, an S. S. Car manufacturer with an S. I
0: mean, I I just, I there's simply, I don't know if there is one. Oh, there's got to be. Yeah.
1: Oh! Scion.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Subaru. Yeah, that would also play. Yep.
1: Okay. Um, all right. This is the fourth one for you. Um, give me, like, a... I'm trying to just change it up from like MLB players. I'm just saying, give me like a, Oh, okay. A, a city that oh. has a sports team. Frankfurt. I, that's what I was thinking too. Oh, are Somehow. you? Yeah. Super weird. <laughs> Is that Germany.
0: Frankfurt, Germany. Yeah, I is think it? so. Yeah, uh, they must have a team Let there. me just
1: take a quick gander here. Frank, um, I, think they, I think it is. I think it is. So,
0: so guys, categories is normally much more fun than this. Uh, Nate and I rolled in from golf. Uh, we were ready to record, and we both forgot that we had the halftime show to prepare. So this is this is very unprepared. Um, we do apologize. We got one more um, left each, right? Yeah, one more left okay. each. So, S, Nate, we are going to go with A country. A country.
1: Okay, I'm just thinking of, uh, I've got one, but I'm thinking of like trying to get double points. I don't know if there's a two two S's. I don't think. I'm just going to go with Sri Lanka.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. I was like, it's Scotland. Sweden would also Sweden work. would have worked. Yeah. The listeners probably would have had something. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Um, give me not uh, a capital city, <laughs> a capital city with the letter
0: F. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go with Fredericton. Capital City in New Brunswick.
1: Yep, that is correct. That is correct.
0: All right, that'll all play. Right. Um, gosh, that was it. Yes, sir. We apologize, guys. I mean, we're better than that. We typically are. We're typically more prepared for the halftime show than we were there. Yeah. Um, but uh, but like I said, we came in ready to fire on all cylinders and uh, completely forgot that we were unprepared for the halftime show. Yeah. But that being, <laughs> that being said, yeah. we're going to move into quarter three. Nate, it's NBA talk. Damian Lillard this week for the Portland Trailblazers posted a picture on his Instagram of Kevin Durant in a Portland Trailblazers jersey, they traded for Jeremy Grant from the Pistons during the draft. Who's I would say a poor man, like a wish, uh, Kevin Durant. But, um, gosh, like are, they, like are Kyrie and Kevin Durant gonna leave Brooklyn? Like, I don't know what to think of the NBA if they do, man. I have no
1: idea what's going on at any point
0: Like, do you, you not America? give it more Just, than one year? I know that's a cold I mean. year, like,
1: yeah, it's 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 outrageous, man. It, it it does happen all the time. I mean, like LeBron. I mean, he's been in L.A. for a few years, but it yeah. seems like... I mean, look at Westbrook. Oh, man.
0: He couldn't even really give it a year. No. I ben think Simmons it,
1: yeah. hasn't even gave it a go yet.
0: No, it's... No, it's crazy how fast things move and how explosive the media is in the NBA. And, it's and crazy. as soon as kind of a storyline breaks, even if it's true or not, it just kind of picks up traction, and then all of a sudden yeah. it's just it's Next coming. Thing you know,
1: you got KD yelling about something else, being yeah. all
0: pissed off about it. Yeah, so K, I mean, KD came out and he released his statement saying that, you know, he's kind of upset. You know, he's done a lot in the league and he doesn't feel like he gets the respect, which. I feel like it's kind of true. Like he's got two Finals MVPs, he's got two rings. He's been, you know, a, a very good player in the NBA for a long time, and he's kind of just lived in the shadow of LeBron in terms of the best. and And it's really kind of you know tarnishes his reputation with the things that he's done off the card or, or off the court in his Twitter game. But yeah, um, I mean, you know what? It's you know,
1: uh, at the same time. I think he gets. I think it gets people are well respect. aware.
0: Exactly, people are well aware.
1: Like, what are you? What are you looking for? Parade? I know. You know, yeah, like, holy smokes, sure. dude. We all know.
0: I mean, yeah, you just gotta kind of stay off social media. I think if uh, if you're an athlete, I mean, like, you can't care what the masses are saying about you. You know, you just gotta focus on the game that you play and your job. But uh, Nate, the draft was on Thursday, and uh, as we predicted, the 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 first overall pick, Jabari Smith, did not go first overall. He ended up going third overall. Um, Pialo Bonchero. that's absolutely butchered folks um but uh he went first overall guard uh to Houston and uh no I'm sorry to Orlando and uh what, first overall? Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah And Orlando. uh and Chet Holmgren went uh, went second yeah. uh to OKC uh from Gonzaga. action with him? Yeah exactly yeah yeah. Um Crazy. so that's going to be uh that's exciting I mean I didn't pick up too much from the draft. I never really do. I mean, I'm not a huge college basketball guy. I know uh, there, you know, obviously there's some prospects that will make a huge impact next year. But a lot of the analysts are saying that the Detroit Pistons had a huge draft. They had the fifth overall pick. They took Jaden Ivey. I guess is going to be a great guard. And then they took uh, big Jalen Duran at uh, at 13. So I guess the Pistons had a really good draft. A lot of the analysts are saying that they really like the uh, Pistons draft, and they were. Shitting on the Indiana Pacers draft because obviously, you know they shipped off some bonuses season um, and uh, and really uh, didn't have a great draft apparently. So we'll see how that all uh, pans out, Nate. But uh, my favorite part of the draft were people who were went as undrafted players. Yeah, Scotty Pippen's son and Shaq's son both undrafted to the Lakers.
1: Yeah, that's just outrageous. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like I thought uh, Shaq's or um, Shaq's son was going to go. Yeah, Sharif. You know? Yeah,
0: but... He's had know. some heart issues, right? He had, like, yes. open heart surgery something or something? something like that. I don't yeah. know. But, anyway. Uh,
1: and Scottie son, you think, would just be an absolute wag.
0: Yeah, well, there's a, apparently he's
1: an absolute stud. stud. Also, not to mention, I, I'm just crunching some numbers here. Yeah. But, I mean, Scottie Pippen, you know, this guy was pretty prevalent in, like, 96. I mean, this child would have had to have been born in, well, by my count... 2004. <laughs> yeah. Like, how old was Scotty when uh, he... Who's, whose child is this? Yeah, how
0: old was Scotty when he had...
1: Scotty Pippen.
0: Scotty Pippen Jr.
1: Is, that's not. Yeah. Oh, my God. How was I unaware of this? Yeah, Scotty
0: Pippen Jr.
1: That's legendary. Um, Scotty's 56. Okay. Okay, like... That's not too bad. Know, no, not really. So he was like... Like, 35? 30, 38. Oh, was he... Okay, yeah. 56, yeah. Yeah. 38 years old. Well, I guess he'd be 19, so he's 39. You know, that's pushing it, though. That's getting up there, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I guess. I I'll, I'll hand it to Scotty.
0: Well, I like it, man. Yeah. I respect it, dude. Well, yeah, run it. Yep. Anyway, Nate, uh, that'll conclude the NBA talk. Obviously, the offseason we expect to be filled with news, so uh, the quarters will be headlined by the NBA for the foreseeable future on the podcast. Uh moving into quarter four, we got PGA Tour Golf as always. We got golf talk, and it's the Traveler Champion Travelers Championship week. I do apologize in Connecticut. It's typically a big tournament. I mean, Bubba Watson historically has been a guy here, likes to win here. Um obviously he's headed to the live tour, but it's Xander Shoffley and Patrick Campbell. Uh yep. I didn't know that. I know. Oh, actually, has he announced that yet? I don't know. I'm just assuming he's gone because he's not playing this week, which is a tournament that he wins all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, think Bob is going to the going live tournament. Yeah. Um, but uh, Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantley are battling it out at the uh, at the uh, Travelers Championship. And um, Xander was 16 under, Patrick Cantley 15 under to start the day. So I'm not sure. Do we have an the leaderboard name? We do. Okay. Um,
1: uh, we got Xander Shoffley leading the way through 12. He's only one under today. Okay. Uh, Thigala. Oh, Thigala, Sabith. S- Sahith. 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 Yes. We saw him at the Canadian Open. Yes, we did. Yeah. We saw
0: him hit his first tee shot on Saturday. Yes. Yep.
1: Beauty. He uh, is—he's one stroke back. Okay. Uh, friend of the show, Colin White's buddy, JT Poston. Okay. He's in third. Okay. Vineyard Vines guy today. Okay. Sixteen under. What happened
0: to Patrick Cantlay? Uh,
1: Cantlay. Cantlay. Oh boy. Uh okay, Cantlay. Oh boy, oh, no. Cantlay is five over today.
0: Oh, so he is. Uh, yeah, he's gonna do it. He's not having a great day, obviously. So I'm, I'm hoping Sanders because I gave up Sanders Schaaf as a best bet this week. Yeah. Um, at, out uh, of those
1: guys, I he he strikes me as the guy who's gonna get a dime. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think yeah for sure. Disrespected. Oh, how about Michael Thorbenson? ordson
0: uh, How's he doing? Who's this? Uh, Thorburnson, I'm not sure.
1: Never heard of him. He's in fourth. Okay.
0: Yeah, he's buzzed. He's having a good uh, good turny.
1: Hadley Kisner, Keith Mitchell, right there.
0: Okay, Keith, screw the guy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah Keith left me hanging. Yeah, he did.
0: Uh, but Nita uh, did want to talk about Rory. So Rory was at 13 under on Friday. So through yes, through not even like just over a quarter of the tournament, he's 13 under. He goes on to make a quadruple bogey on the 10th hole. A few holes later on the 13th, ends up rolling in like a 20-footer for double bogey.
1: Yeah. It was the biggest ma- massacre i ever seen. It was
0: such a meltdown. And... He I mean this guy I guarantee he's tired. I think it's his fourth straight week playing. Yeah. Like he needs a few weeks away from the game, man. It's just chill a bit. He was running away with the tournament and absolutely folded. I had never seen Roy McIlroy do that, but uh but no, he uh completely folded he he was running away with this tournament. Like I said, yeah. the leaders right now, what are they at? 16, uh, sixteen, seventeen under? Uh yeah, I mean, yeah. And outrageous. and he was at thirteen under through um two, right? Twenty-seven holes. Yeah. 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 That's so. right. So um uh, morgan hoffman hey, we talked yeah. about morgan hoffman on, on past podcasts this guy um has muscular dystrophy went to costa rica um has taken dmt he's trying to heal the muscular muscular dystrophy naturally it seems like he's doing so and he made the cut this week on the yeah. pga tour Unreal. such an exceptional story there with morgan hoffman uh, making the tour uh, making the cut so uh that's huge man
1: it's, it's unbelievable. is a man who's drinking his own urine no Yes, much, it is. A year back. <laughs> he, some say he may still do it.
0: Yeah, some are saying that he enjoys. Well, why wouldn't you? He enjoys the taste of his urine. He does. Yeah, taste because it's sterile. Time. Yeah. And he enjoys the taste. He does. He loves it. Which is a line from dodgeball. Yes, I'm aware.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think everybody is.
0: I think so, too. Uh, Jason Kolkrock, on the uh, 17th hole on, on Friday, he blew a wedge like 44 yards past the green. Yeah. Peeled. <laughs> didn't hit didn't <laughs> didn't hand in his scorecard.
1: That's the withdrawal. Yeah. Oh man, that's so So good. I think
0: he's heading to Live Tour. Yeah? That was his exit, yeah. That's so sick. He, he blew does. a wedge 50 yards over the green and said see ya.
1: That's so sick if he does that. I'm gonna be amped.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I hate that he's going to live tour, but it is a it's a rock star way of leaving.
1: For sure. Yeah. Just walk off. No I for respect sure. it.
0: Uh, Nate, I did want to mention, too, that on the LBG Tour, it's the second major of the year the PGA Championship. Uh, in Chun is, le- is leading at minus eight. What are you looking at? And, uh <laughs> in G Chun, uh, minus eight. And uh, Lexi Thompson... And Brooke Henderson, or, uh, the, this was at the start of the day, NG Chan was at uh, minus eight, and Lexi Thompson, and Brooke Henderson, minus five and minus three, respectively. So they were in the hunt, but uh, it seems like NG is uh, going to run away with things on the LBJ tour. So we're excited to see what Brooke Henderson does. Obviously, last episode, we were talking about how young she is. Mm-hmm. Such a wagon I for a 24-gold. Yeah. Oh, did that sound?
1: Well, it's like, well, last episode, we were talking about how young she is. Yeah. And you had this... Kind of southern twang. And your okay. Voice, okay. Just getting worried about it for a sec. Okay. No, no. Um, no, but I know what you're saying. And yeah. You know, so she's she's right there though, and uh, hopefully she pulls it. Yeah.
0: Not looking good. No, it's not That's looking particularly sure. fantastic. Yeah,
1: some would say it's actually looking horrid.
0: Yeah, some would. Um, but we are two weeks away, need two tournament weeks. She's just say three weeks away from the open, the yeah. return of the big cat. Yeah. And yeah. uh, St. Andrews, the home of golf. So we're really excited about that, Nate. That's going to conclude quarter four, season two, episode 49. We got a little bit of fire wagon dog water to talk about. My fire wagon of the week is Justin Verlander. Gets to go home. Absolute motorboat, the wheels off, Kate Upton. Yeah, that's and he, and he beat the Yankees this week, which is always a huge milestone, yes. especially in this season. So my yeah. firewagon of the week is the Justin Verlander. And I, you know I'm going to throw in Kate Upton's uh, breast. Wow. That's my fire I mean, wagon.
1: That is an absolute lawsuit waiting to happen, but I'm going to segue it, You think? Ah, I mean, probably it's probably not. the left side. But I do no, apologize no, no. for everyone offended. Um, I'm going to say my fire wagon of the week is the Ottawa Senators. Okay. Uh, We're making some positive strides here, folks. We yes. need to obviously sign a few players this year, i.e. Tim Stutzla, yep. Josh Norris. That needs to be done. Wait, is Stutzla up for a deal? Uh, No. One more here? year? year, yes, more. but yeah. he's ed- eligible to be signed now, so maybe get on it while you can because that guy was ready to break out pretty quick. Quick. for sure um, other than that you know they're building an arena it yep. seems like they're making some positive strides to make Ottawa a legitimate like NHL feel franchise feel like a team yeah exactly for sure. so I'm going to go with the Ottawa Senators
0: get a fan base in there yeah, it's with the
1: lowest attendance rate. It's it's just like you got to get that ring in
0: the capital city of Canada. Yeah,
1: you gotta you gotta do that something. That to me there. sounds
0: outrageous. And it's not like they're a bad team. They're no. kind of they're entertaining
1: to watch. I love watching them.
0: The Indiana Pacers named are my dog water of the week, okay. and I'm not really sure why. Okay, a few analysts said that their draft was absolutely absolutely terrible. Yeah. they draft and which honestly, in today's day and age, could be completely false. 100%. They might have had a fantastic draft, because we've never seen these guys play for the team.
1: No, we haven't. But, and it was a couple COVID years here. Like That's true. It's not like every pick's going to be spot on. So,
0: But I think just the Pacers in general. I think that that team is just dust.
1: Yeah, it's dust. The best yeah. thing they ever did was getting the malice on the Reggie Miller
0: the was couch. a stat, too. Yeah. All right, Nate. What do you got for me? Dog water. Dog, Who have you been hating on this dog week? Dog water of the week. Oh, man. You know what? It's just John
1: Cooper and the boys. Okay. I just... Can't stand them. If there's a team that three peats, I really hope it's not Tampa Bay. Okay. I don't like these guys. Never really have. Yeah. It's just like I don't know. You're John sick of Cooper. It. Yeah, I'm just yep. sick of it. John Cooper talks like he's Jesus on Earth. And yes, he Reminds does. me of how Babcock used to talk. Yeah. You know, it's just like the same crap over and over again, and I'm just tired of hearing him. And I cannot stand Stephen Stamkos. Stand so I'm going to throw him in there for the dog water of the week too. All right. I hope they lose. I don't want to hear Stamkos's garbage interviews anymore. These guys, I hate them. And that'll be it.
0: Well, folks, that'll conclude episode 49, season two of the Daily Mission Podcast. Make sure you're giving it a five-star review. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, you name it. You can find us on it. We appreciate you guys listening. It is a uh, Tell a Friend Week, as is last week. So make sure you go find a friend who likes to listen to sports podcasts, throw them onto it, and we'll be back. And I will be taking an ice cube bath. I'm in the same boat. We'll see you.